0: Today is the 19th day of November. Welcome to the Daily Audio Bible. I am Brian and it's great to be here with you today as we bring to a close another one of uh, the, well, actually dwindling weeks now. Not too many more of these left before we reach the end of the year. But uh, even recognizing that, we don't want to get ahead of ourselves. We are here, and we are here today, and we are around the global campfire together, and we're here for the next step forward, and so we don't take steps a week at a time. We take them a day at a time, and so here we go. We've been reading from the New International Version this week. We'll continue to do that today and move back into the book of Ezekiel, Today, chapter 39, verse 1 through 40, verse 27. Son of man, prophesy against Gog and say, this is what the sovereign Lord says. I am against you, Gog, chief prince of Meshach and Tubal. I will turn you around and drag you along. I will bring you from the far north and send you against the mountains of Israel. Then I will strike your bow from your left hand and make your arrows drop from your right hand. On the mountains of Israel you will fall, you and all your troops and the nations with you. I will give you as food to all kinds of carrion birds and to the wild animals." He will fall in the open field. For I have spoken, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will send fire on Magog and on those who live in safety in the coastlands, and they will know that I am the Lord. I will make known my holy name among my people Israel. I will no longer let my holy name be profaned, and the nations will know that I, the Lord, am the Holy One in Israel. It is coming. It will surely take place, declares the Sovereign Lord. This is the day I have spoken of. Then those who live in the towns of Israel will go out and use the weapons for fuel and burn them up. The small and large shields, the bows and arrows, the war clubs and spears. For seven years they will use them for fuel. They will not need to gather wood from the fields or cut it from the forests because they will use the weapons for fuel and they will plunder those who plundered them and loot those who looted them declares the sovereign Lord on that day I will give Gog a burial place in Israel in the valley of those who travel east of the sea it will block the way of travelers because Gog and all his hordes will be buried there so it will be called the Valley of Hamon Gog. For seven months, the Israelites will be burying them in order to cleanse the land. All the people of the land will bury them, and the day I display my glory will be a memorable day for them, declares the Sovereign Lord. People will be continually employed in cleansing the land. They will spread out across the land and, along with others, they will bury any bodies that are lying on the ground. After the seven months, they will carry out a more detailed search. As they go through the land, anyone who sees a human bone will leave a marker beside it until the gravediggers bury it in the valley of Hamon Gog, near a town called Hamona, And so they will cleanse the land. Son of man. This is what the sovereign Lord says. Call out to every kind of bird and all the wild animals. Assemble and come together from all around to the sacrifice I am preparing for you, the great sacrifice on the mountains of Israel. There you will eat flesh and drink blood. You will eat the flesh of mighty men and drink the blood of princes of the earth as if they were rams and lambs goats, and bulls, all of them fattened animals from Bashan. At the sacrifice I am preparing for you, you will eat fat till you are glutted, and drink blood till you are drunk. At my table you will eat your fill of horses and riders, mighty men and soldiers of every kind, declares the Sovereign Lord. I will display my glory among the nations, And all the nations will see the punishment I inflict and the hand I lay on them. From that day forward, the people of Israel will know that I am the Lord, their God. And the nations will know that the people of Israel went into exile for their sin because they were unfaithful to me. So I hid my face from them and handed them over to their enemies and they all fell by the sword." I dealt with them according to their uncleanness and their offenses, and I hid my face from them. Therefore, this is what the Sovereign Lord says. I will now restore the fortunes of Jacob and will have compassion on all the people of Israel, and I will be zealous for my holy name. They will forget their shame and all the unfaithfulness they showed toward me when they lived in safety in their land with no one to make them afraid. When I have brought them back from the nations and have gathered them from the countries of their enemies, I will be proved holy through them in the sight of many nations. Then they will know that I am the Lord their God. For though I sent them into exile among the nations, I will gather them to their own land, not leaving any behind." I will no longer hide my face from them, for I will pour out my spirit on the people of Israel, declares the sovereign Lord. In the 25th year of our exile, at the beginning of the year, on the 10th of the month, in the 14th year after the fall of the city, on that very day, the hand of the Lord was on me and he took me there. In visions of God, he took me to the land of Israel and set me on a very high mountain, on whose south side were some buildings that looked like a city. He took me there, and I saw a man whose appearance was like bronze. He was standing in the gateway with a linen cord and a measuring rod in his hand. The man said to me, Son of man, look carefully and listen closely and pay attention to everything I'm going to show you for that is why you have been brought here. Tell the people of Israel everything you see. I saw a wall completely surrounding the temple area. The length of the measuring rod in the man's hand was six long cubits, each of which was a cubit and a hand breadth. He measured the wall. It was one measuring rod thick and one rod high. Then he went to the east gate He climbed its steps and measured the threshold of the gate. It was one rod deep. The alcoves for the guards were one rod long and one rod wide, and the projecting walls between the alcoves were five cubits thick, and a threshold of the gate next to the portico facing the temple was one rod deep. Then he measured the portico of the gateway. It was eight cubits deep and its jams were two cubits thick. The portico of the gateway faced the temple. Inside the east gate were three alcoves on each side. The three had the same measurements and the faces of the projecting walls on each side had the same measurements. Then he measured the width of the entrance of the gateway. It was ten cubits and its length was thirteen cubits. In front of each alcove was a wall one cubit high, and the alcoves were six cubits square. Then he measured the gateway from the top of the rear wall of one alcove to the top of the opposite one. The distance was 25 cubits from one parapet opening to the opposite one. He measured along the faces of the projecting walls all around the inside of the gateway 60 cubits. The measurement was up to the portico facing the courtyard. The distance from the entrance of the gateway to the far end of its portico was 50 cubits. The alcoves and the projecting walls inside the gateway were surmounted by narrow parapet openings all around, as was the portico. The openings all around faced inward. The faces of the projecting walls were decorated with palm trees, Then he brought me into the outer court. There I saw some rooms and a pavement that had been constructed all around the court. There were 30 rooms along the pavement. It abutted the sides of the gateways and was as wide as they were long. This was the lower pavement. Then he measured the distance from the inside of the lower gateway to the outside of the inner court. It was a 100 cubits. On the east side as well as on the north. Then he measured the length and width of the north gate leading into the outer court. Its alcoves, three on each side, its projecting walls, and its portico had the same measurements as those of the first gateway. It was 50 cubits long and 25 cubits wide. Its openings... Its portico and its palm tree decorations had the same measurements as those of the gate facing east. Seven steps led up to it, with its portico opposite them. There was a gate to the inner court facing the north gate, just as there was on the east. He measured from one gate to the opposite one. It was a hundred cubits. Then he led me to the south side and I saw the south gate... He measured its jambs and its portico, and they had the same measurements as the others. The gateway and its portico had narrow openings all around, like the openings of the others. It was 50 cubits long and 25 cubits wide. Seven steps led up to it, with its portico opposite them. It had palm tree decorations on the faces of the projecting walls on each side. The inner court also had a gate facing south, and he measured from this gate to the outer gate on the south side. It was a hundred cubits. JAMES two eighteen through three eighteen. But someone will say, You have faith, I have deeds. Show me your faith without deeds, and I will show you my faith by my deeds. You believe that there is one God? Good. Even the demons believe that and shudder. You foolish person. Do you want evidence that faith without deeds is useless? a world of evil among the parts of the body. It corrupts the whole body, sets the whole course of one's life on fire, and is itself set on fire by hell. All kinds of animals, birds, reptiles, and sea creatures are being tamed and have been tamed by mankind. But no human being can tame the tongue. It is a restless evil full of deadly poison. With the tongue we praise our Lord and Father, and with it we curse human beings who have been made in God's likeness. Out of the same mouth come praise and cursing. My brothers and sisters, this should not be. Can both fresh water and salt water flow from the same spring? My brothers and sisters, can a fig tree bear olives or a grapevine bear figs? Neither can a salt spring produce fresh water. Who is wise and understanding among you? Let them show it by their good life, by deeds done in humility that comes from wisdom. But if you harbor bitter envy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast about it full of mercy and good fruit impartial and sincere peacemakers who sow in peace reap a harvest of righteousness psalm 118 1 through 18 Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love endures forever. Let Israel say, His love endures forever. Let the house of Aaron say, His love endures forever. Let those who fear the Lord say, His love endures forever. When hard-pressed, I cried to the Lord. He brought me into a spacious place. The Lord is with me. I will not be afraid. What can mere mortals do to me? The Lord is with me. He is my helper. I look in triumph on my enemies. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in humans. It is better to take refuge in the Lord than to trust in princes. All the nations surrounded me, but in the name of the Lord I cut them down. Shouts of joy and victory resound in the tents of the righteous. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. The Lord's right hand is lifted high. The Lord's right hand has done mighty things. I will not die, but live, and will proclaim what the Lord has done. The Lord has chastened me severely, but He has not given me over to death. Proverbs 28.2 When a country is rebellious, it has many rulers. But a ruler with discernment and knowledge maintains order. Father, we thank you for your word. We thank you for the beautiful scriptures and how they speak into every part of our lives. We thank you for another week to spend together in your word. And we thank you for almost a capstone here at the end of the week from the letter of James speaking frankly to us that we can burn our entire life down with our mouth. And, and any of us who have been around much know that this is true we can find ourselves in situations where we are saying things that can't be unsaid and shouldn't be said and aren't what we mean which simply reinforces what James is saying lots of things can be tamed but the tongue we struggle there and yet there is one of the ways that we are created in your image you speak And things get created. We speak. And although we can't create something out of nothing, matter out of nothing, our words create things inside of each other. And we can set things on fire and they burn a long time. And so we have been told this throughout the year, that what we say matters. It's very poignantly laid out for us today as we bring this week to a close. What we say matters, and it matters on a number of levels because our faith, whatever we claim with our mouths to be our faith, is reinforced by what we do and so, Holy Spirit, come and may our words and our deeds be in sync with each other. And may both of those, our words and our deeds, bring glory to you. We pray this in the name of Jesus. Amen. DailyAudioBible.com. That is home base, and that is where you can find out what's happening around here. You can do that with the Daily Audio Bible app as well, right in the palm of your hand, and you can get the app free from the app store that is associated with whatever device that you have. So check that out. Check out the Daily Audio Bible shop. There are resources there in the shop that are for the journey that we are on and are intended. To be just that, resources for the journey that we are on. So you can find those in the Daily Audio Bible Shop. I remind you of a couple resources that are not available in the Daily Audio Bible Shop, and that would be uh, a bunch of our music that you find wherever it is that you stream or purchase your downloadable music. Wherever that may be, you can find uh, like the new Sleep album, A Contemplative Journey that we have talked about quite a bit over the last month that is available heart a contemplative journey is available and as we approach the holiday season family christmas is a resource that's available a beautiful uh, orchestrated classic christmas album and then there's christmas time which my son maxwell Created for us as a community here and was released last year. These are available for the holiday season. And so check those resources out as well. If you want to partner with the Daily Audio Bible, thank you. Humbly, thank you. There is a link on the homepage at dailyaudiobible.com. If you're using the app, you can press the give button in the upper right hand corner Or the mailing address is P.O. Box 1996, Spring Hill, Tennessee, 37174. And as always, if you have a prayer request or encouragement, you can hit the hotline button in the app. Or you can dial 877-942-4253. And that's it for today. I'm Brian, I love you, and I'll be waiting for you here, tomorrow.
1: Hey, D.A.B., and specifically Brian, this is Joyfully Joe, and I just wanted to say thank you for um, your message on Hebrews twelve eighteen through 29, Um, Today on the uh, 15th, I listened to it last night in the middle of the night, and it riveted me in my night watches. Um, And when I woke up, I listened to it again because it was just so good and so apropos to my life. My life has been shaking God has been shaking me for since ni- 19. 2016 when my dad passed away, and the buffer between my dad and my mom and I was gone and um, and I became her caregiver and um It has been the hardest thing I've done, and I've done a lot of hard things. Anyway, I loved what you said about when you come out at the other side of the shaking, all that will be left in you will be that which is unshakable. And I see God doing that in my life because I haven't turned back. Although I do want this shaking to stop. It's not time. So I am going to stand firm in my resolve to keep my eyes on Jesus. Thank you, Brian, so much.
2: Hello, this is Prodigal Princess from Massachusetts. Going through something right now. Involving someone from my past. Under restraining order. I've been in fear. I'm still in fear.
1: I can use prayer. I'm trying to walk in faith. I'm feeling very alone. Thank you.
3: Good morning, everybody. It's God's smile here. I serve a risen savior. Christ Jesus lives today. He walks with me and talks with me along life's narrow way. He lives, he lives salvation to impart. You ask me how I know he lives. He lives within my heart. Oh, I'm so thankful. That each day he walks with me and he talks with me and his voice I hear each day. He leads me and teaches me and guides me. I cry and I smile at his goodness and mercy. His words sometimes it brings me to tears and sometimes to laughter and sometimes causes a a pause and a thought. His word is active. His word is life. It's nourishment to our bodies, our minds, our spirits, our very being. He's our life. He's our living, risen Saviour. Oh, <laughs> what a joy it is to be called a child of God. Kiss, kiss, everybody.
2: Good afternoon, dear family. This is John Okpara. Uh, Again, uh, calling in from South Sudan. I didn't quite get the name of uh, the gentleman who uh, came on and said, what is the point of all this? That he doesn't get it. Uh, Thank you for your candor. Thank you for the question that you have asked. And uh, I believe that there are so many of us, even people who listen, that uh, would like to ask the same question. But all all I can tell you is uh, uh, I will not insult you with uh, canned answers, but keep listening. Keep listening to this podcast, and uh, I believe at some point uh, God will speak to you uh, personally, Uh, speak to you directly, and that is what matters most. all the interpretations of people, all the preaching, none of that. Just listen to the reading of the word. Keep listening to it, be patient, and let God speak to you completely. And God is able to do it, and he wants so badly that you get it. And it.